Hey hun, how are you? By the way, you seem like a great fit for an amazing opportunity. Would you like to be able to work from home and become a boss babe? I can talk to her since This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. High school. What is this opportunity? I'll explain everything. Just come to my party this week. It'll be fun. So, many of us have experienced this conversation, usually on Facebook, probably more than once. Welcome to Internet Analysis MLMs, and this has been a very highly requested topic. I'm sure that a lot of you already know about MLMs, but for those of you who don't, I will be explaining things. Generally, there is so much to be said about MLMs, it would be impossible for me to cover it all in this one video. There are literally entire podcasts and documentaries focused on this topic, so I'm gonna do my best to give a good overall representation, and I've collected this information from articles, videos, the anti-MLM Reddit page, so hopefully it's well-rounded. By the way, this is not meant to be mean or make fun of anyone who is part of an MLM or who has been. To be honest, I feel bad for anybody involved in an MLM, but I think generally a lot of the anti-MLM content online is there to educate and inform people and hopefully stop people from getting involved with these companies. So let's jump in. MLM stands for multi-level marketing. What is an MLM? The idea behind MLMs is that people pay to become distributors of a product. Typically, you get recruited by someone, you become part of their team, and then you are supposed to recruit people and then help those people recruit more people. Sound like a pyramid scheme? Yeah, pretty much. To be fair, there is some distinction between what is a pyramid scheme and what is an MLM, but honestly, I feel like there's a lot of overlap. People who are fans of network marketing, aka MLMs, will say that pyramid schemes are illegal, so this can't be a pyramid scheme, but they do have a lot of things in common. And many MLM companies have been sued for essentially being pyramid schemes. So, in this video, I'm kind of going to walk through and give examples of the entire process of being recruited into an MLM, along with just some of the horrible things about them. So I expect this to be a long video. Hope you guys are down for the ride. Before I jump in, I've got to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, which is Amino. I've partnered with them this summer to create a series for their app. The series is called Life After High School. It's about basically all of the different college and career options that you have after high school. <clears throat> Hello? And that's kind of funny because it's like, after high school you can either take a gap year, or go to a trade school, or you can join an MLM and harass everybody from your hometown. My latest episode was about community college. Sometimes going straight to a four-year university can be a bit of a shock. Community college helps you get used to the workload and schedule of college, plus you're probably still living at home, which gives you some familiarity and comfort. That was my third of six episodes that I will be posting total this summer, so make sure you guys download their app, look me up, my username is Tiffany Ferg, you can follow me, leave me a comment, and stay tuned for future Amino episodes. Okay, let's get into it. Why in the world would anyone join an MLM? I think it all comes down to the promise of uncapped earning potential. You can work for yourself from home, own your own business, sell amazing products that you believe in, and get a discount for yourself. Help other boss babes own their own businesses. You could make 
thousands per month. Actually, there's no limit to the amount that you could earn. Plus, when you reach a higher rank, you get a free company car. But you have to move fast. The sooner you get in, the more successful you can be. The perfect boss babe life. MLMs are notorious for promoting this boss babe lifestyle, especially because 75% of MLM distributors are women. So a lot of these companies are products for women or at least mostly targeted at women. But the ideas of working from home, being your own boss, having flexible hours are attractive to a lot of people, but especially to two particular groups that MLMs target, moms. We all know how expensive childcare in the US is. So in many families, the moms end up having to stay home with the kids. But many moms would like to be able to earn some money for their family, so having an opportunity to earn good money while being able to work from your phone is ideal. Also targeted are military spouses. The unemployment rate for military spouses over the past decade has hovered between 20 and 25% four times the rate for adult women. So there are a lot of reasons for the unemployment and underemployment of military spouses, but here are a few. Mainly stemming from the fact that military spouses have to move around a lot with their partners. Military bases are often located more than 50 miles from major cities, effectively limiting both the quantity and types of jobs available, according to the Department of Defense. It can be very difficult to get hired if your employer knows that you're a military spouse because they expect you to not stick around for a long time. In general, MLM recruiters will approach anyone and everyone. They are predatory. However, the people most likely to be preyed upon are already vulnerable. Recruiters often tend to target low-income people or people who are desperate for work, hence why they would be willing to take the risk of joining an MLM because they're pretty much out of options. Anyway, we will discuss the reality of this boss babe lifestyle and how much people can actually earn in MLMs later in this video. Let's continue walking through the process. Okay, okay, how can I get started? Just sign up under me and buy your starter kit. I have to buy something? How much is it? No worries, babe. Anyone starting their own business needs to invest a little bit of their own money, but it's all good. You'll earn it back so fast. By the way, the more well-stocked you are, the more you can sell. So I recommend buying the biggest starter kit. I don't have a lot of extra money right now. That's kind of why I'm looking for a side hustle. You have a credit card, right, hon? Just put it on that. So this is where shit gets messy. In most situations, if you have to pay to be able to start a job, it's probably not legit. Remember, MLMs do not pay any wages or salary, so the only thing that you can earn is commission, either from your sales or recruits and the sales that they generate. We'll talk more about that whole team structure in a bit. But first, here are some example starter packs from a few MLMs. Arbonne's starter kit is $79 plus an annual renewal fee of $30, and that does not include any of the products. And then there's LuLaRoe on the high end of the spectrum, which is honestly one of the worst MLMs. There are so many things to say about that company, but they are just horrific. According to this mom blog, the LuLaRoe startup kit is approximately five to $6,000, which includes some initial inventory and then other costs such as clothing racks, business cards, or your website. So from what I've seen in most MLMs, the distributor has to buy the products 
at cost or wholesale, whatever they want to call it. And then they have to, you know, ship or send it out to the customers directly. And then obviously the difference would be their profit or their commission. There are also monthly quotas that you have to hit in order to stay active as a seller. So sometimes if someone's not selling well and they want to make sure they hit their quota, they will order things for themselves just to hit that number. I just have to emphasize again that many people joining MLMs do not have any money saved. They don't have money to spare for this so-called investment. So a lot of people end up going into debt just to get started in an MLM. Okay, let's continue with some sales strategies. Once you join an MLM, what is next? How do you end up making money? <laughs> Great question. Honestly, babe, just fake it till you make it. You post about the product on social media. Everything you post should be all about success and freedom and happiness. You straight up want people to see what you're doing and be jealous of you, wanna be you. It's more than just selling products. You're selling the dream. As you'll see, the actual products in most MLMs are pretty irrelevant. To really get successful and actually earn money, you need to build a team because you can rely on the commission of the people below you. So you recruit a few people and then you help them bring in a few people onto their teams. And then you'll have all of those people essentially working for you, or that's at least how it's supposed to work. So people pay for their starter kit, then they have to buy their stock plus samples and whenever new products come out they have to buy those to get familiar with them so that they can sell them. So if you're not carefully keeping track of your accounting, you know, your expenses versus your revenue, it might be easy to think that a lot of money is coming in when actually you're breaking even or maybe even losing money. So naturally for selling and recruiting, people reach out to their network, which is people that they know in real life or online. Facebook, Facebook is the ultimate hellhole of MLMs. I don't know if it's just cause people who are still in their hometown are the people most likely to use Facebook. Not talking shit, I still use Facebook. I don't know why, I really should get off it. No, but really there is a practical reason for this because Facebook as a platform gives a lot of avenues, so to speak, for people to establish their MLM business. So they will create a Facebook group for their company and invite everyone on their friends list to it. And then they'll send messages out to everyone. And often MLMs will share these like copy paste messages with their distributors. Be like, oh, it's so quick and easy. Just make sure you personalize it and make it sound really friendly. But sometimes they mess up and they leave the copy paste info in there and that's pretty funny. Obviously on the receiving end, this is very annoying to have somebody message you out of the blue. Hey, how are you? Will you buy my product or join my team? You're like, what? So usually people just leave the Facebook groups or ignore the messages. Then there are the parties, the infamous parties. How dare you call them parties? Distributors host parties with the general premise of letting people try samples of their product, but then it ends up just being like hours of them giving presentations about the product in the company and trying to convince people to buy the product or join their team. My first experience with an MLM was when I was about 16. My friend had a lady approach her in the restaurant that she was working in and invite her to try out some skincare or something. And I don't know why we went, but we did. She made us meet her at her neighborhood pool, which was weird, but I guess better than going in her apartment. And she started to put like cream on our hands. And it was like, uh oh, we realized that she was trying to sell us stuff, but it literally took, I think hours for us to get away. Cause we were just too polite to be like, 
Peace, bitch. Then we had to block her number and hope that she didn't go into my friend's restaurant again. But seriously, who approaches literal children? I just don't understand. Also, another thing about the parties is weirdly that sometimes people in MLMs will approach you and ask if you're willing to host a party. Like, why would I wanna bring people to my place, invite my friends to this party so that you can sell these products to them? I feel like the entire like party premise is just based upon social norms and people all being too polite to say no. We're like, oh, I guess I'll go. And then you show up there and you're like, well, I guess I'll try the product. And then you're like, oh, I'm buying $100 worth of the product that I don't want. We have to learn to say no, you guys. I've also seen people get guilted by the party host or the salesperson, whatever. They'll be like, oh my God, I spent so much money on these snacks. You're going to drink my free alcohol and you're not even going to buy anything. It's like, you offered to have a party. I didn't know I was going to have to buy something. It's like, hey lady, how about don't throw these parties and spend money. Get a different job. Anyway, when sellers are messaging potential customers or recruits, they will use any strategy possible. They will specifically target your insecurities to try to reel you in. Gained a bit of weight? Why don't you try Shakeology and Beachbody? You literally just gave birth? Try my product, join my team. Oh, your grandma's in the hospital? Buy my essential oils. No, seriously. This is a post on Reddit where this girl's grandma fell and fractured her hip. And she gets a message from an old friend, you know, sending thoughts and prayers. How nice. Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks. So I see you're looking to make some money. Did you know you can make up to $2,000 a month? Or you could purchase some essential oils for your nan? Will help her recovery for sure. That's pretty insensitive, don't you think? Thanks, but no thanks. Hmm, guess you don't really wanna help your nan. Are you kidding me? They have no shame. Also, of course, one very entertaining feature of these messages is all the emojis. They just go overboard with the emojis to try to pump up the positivity. It is pretty entertaining though, like how they will try to like slyly sneak in there as if it's sly to be like, oh, your grandma's sick? These essential oils could help her. Saw your post about anxiety and depression. Oh, that's a bummer. Why don't you try these essential oils? These tactics are just so manipulative. And as I mentioned before, moms are targeted especially often. And I've seen a lot of posts saying that moms will get messages like, hey babe, see that you've got kids and you work out of the home? That's so sad. Don't you wanna work at home and be able to stay with your kids? I'd feel so bad if I left my kids with somebody else all day. Like they're guilt tripping these moms who are just working to pay their bills for their family. They're guilt tripping them for going to work. How dare you not join my MLM? I'm offering you financial freedom and unlimited time with your family. You won't accept it. You're a bad parent. The audacity. Recruiters also take advantage of the fact that a lot of stay-at-home moms are pretty lonely. You know, if you spend most of your day every day just with your kids, you need a little adult friend time. This doesn't just apply to moms. It also applies, again, to military spouses specifically because when you move to a new base, you don't know people, you're brand new, you want to make friends. Here you go. So these MLM girl boss squads offer not only a job opportunity, but also the chance to have some new friends and go to these parties. Even if you are just being forced to listen to presentations about other products, at least you're socializing, right? We are all just so desperate for human interaction. No, but really in the marketing of this, you know, they promote this as an opportunity to have this really loving and supportive friend group, but it's all bullshit. 
Speaking of bullshit, there are many, many insidious marketing tactics. Distributors are often encouraged to straight up lie. They always say, fake it till you make it. I've seen people encouraged to post photos of fake orders, like, oh, so-and-so ordered this. I'm sending it out today. Hope you love the package, babe. Or they literally post fake reviews from customers. This was the worst fail, by the way. This person tried to make it seem like that was a text, but it's their own text box. <laughs> Try harder. There's so much technology these days. It could be easy to fake text. They also encourage distributors to post pictures like of them getting their nails done, you know, treat yourself, prove to other people that you clearly have enough money to spend on yourself. You wanna create the image of this very like luxurious, relaxed, successful lifestyle. Post things like, oh, so glad I can work from home. So glad I can stay home with my kids and earn money. And then there's also an element of artificially inflated social media attention and engagement. So like, of course, they'll be supportive and comment on each other's posts, but also I've seen videos of people literally promoting buying Instagram followers, buying likes, to try to make it seem, again, like you're very successful, you have a nice Instagram that's getting a lot of comments and followers. It's a sham. You're building a lie. And that is all for appearance. That's so in case you actually do get a real person looking at your page, they'll go, oh, this looks legit. Even though obviously all of those fake followers will do nothing in terms of like actually getting sales or even other recruits. So again, a lot of this is just about the process of selling and recruiting, but not much about the actual products. Are they even worth buying? Are they good quality? Do they do what they promise to do? I feel like really the products are not the main focus in an MLM, which is crazy, but still the distributors do have to use certain tactics to promote the products, which usually ends up meaning spreading complete misinformation and lies. This product is a miracle. This makeup is better than MAC. These essential oils cure cancer. I can make a whole video focusing on the specific claims of all of these different MLM products, but to me, I feel like if a product was really that good, really that amazing and incredible and high quality, it would just be sold in stores or at least online. I know that obviously direct sales is like a gimmick. It's supposed to create this like exclusivity. Oh, you can only get it through me. Get it while it's hot. But I can't think of any real situation where a legitimately good product would best be sold in this way. Let me know what you think. So after all of this, imagine you've gone through this process, you've ordered your kit, you've tried to start selling, you've gone to parties, hosted parties, you've messaged everybody you know, you've put in a lot of money and time and energy. People on social media have probably deleted you or muted you or just avoid you like the plague. Which by the way, that is a huge negative impact of being in an MLM because a lot of people have relationships suffer because of MLMs. Naturally, you are relying on those people closest to you to be supportive of you, you know? I've got my own business, mom and best friends and cousins. Aren't you gonna be supportive of me and buy my product? 
and maybe even join my team. So yes, some of your loved ones may either out of pity or out of support buy your product or even join your team, but it can really cause some awkwardness in a relationship to say the least. And it really is offensive to get a message out of nowhere, you know, from an old friend or something, or even somebody you barely knew in high school and you're like, hey, maybe they're reaching out because they like want to rekindle our friendship. Oh no, they're just trying to sell me shit. Great. It just really cheapens those relationships and it makes people distrust you. So throughout this whole process, your upline is consistently encouraging you to continue, always telling you to try harder, keep pushing. And by the way, the upline relationship by nature is pretty manipulative. I mean, this person literally directly profits from you and the people in your team. So naturally they wanna do everything they can to push you to keep making money so that they can continue making money from you. Even if your upline was once a friend, once it becomes like a business relationship it literally becomes transactional and they're not gonna care as much about your actual well-being or the fact that you're putting your finances and your relationships on the line it can become really toxic really fast if you aren't making money or not making enough money you are blamed for not trying hard enough babe you just need more sales and more recruits you're not being positive enough it's all about the law of attraction. You have to believe that you're rich and independent and successful, and you will be. And in the back of your head, you might still believe it a little bit. You hold on to that hope and think, maybe I still can be one of the lucky ones if I keep going. And that thought can get you trapped in this cycle. Ultimately, the perfect boss babe life is a lie. I've already mentioned the fact that distributors are encouraged to create basically a fake life online to make it look like they're killing it. And that's gotta make you wonder, is anyone actually killing it? Or is everybody doing as badly as I am? How many of these people are genuinely doing well? Well folks, here is the reality. The only people making massive amounts of money in an MLM are the small amount of people at the very top. And those are pretty much the people who got in the earliest. If you get into an MLM after the very beginning, it's very unlikely that you'll be able to make a good amount of money from it. So yes, there are real people who are making five or six figures a month. They have the company car, they're going on trips, their life looks amazing and their feed is popping. But that is not at all the reality or even possible for the vast majority of people who join an MLM. According to some studies, 99% of people who join an MLM never even make back their initial investment. That is absolutely insane. So to accompany that, I have some income disclosures, which I think legally all MLMs have to put this on their website, but I don't think that people look at it because I feel like if you were interested in joining and check this out, you would realize, hmm, doesn't sound like a great deal. But let's look at this. This is one from It Works in 2016. And these numbers, by the way, do not factor in the expenses that people have had to invest. 6.5% of distributors received no income. 78% of distributors in the very lowest starter rank averaged $50 in a month before taxes. Meaning if you were spending more than seven hours the entire month, you're making less than minimum wage. Likely you're working maybe 10 hours a week at least, which is 40 hours a month, and you're making basically a dollar an hour. Now some people might say, yeah, but that's just the beginning. And then after that, if you work hard, your income's gonna go up exponentially. 
Okay, we'll see. The next rank averages $219 a month. The third rank averages $474 a month, which hey, sounds a lot better than $50, but it's still less than $500 in a month. The federal minimum wage is $725. You could work 16 hours a week and earn that $475, again, before taxes. If your wage is $10 an hour, you could work 12 hours a week to earn that. The next few ranks that make up only 4% of the company average between $900 and $4,500. So you have to be basically in the top 5% of the company to even average, you know, $900 a month. Then the top third of 1% of the company makes an average of over $8,000 per month. The overall monthly average of all distributors is $215. So obviously looking at averages is usually not helpful because they can be skewed by really large numbers or they can be skewed by really small numbers. It's a lot better, I guess, more realistic to look at a median. But either way, even with that tiny, tiny handful of people earning five figures a month, the average of all distributors is still only $200 a month. And some people might say, oh, maybe people aren't putting in a lot of work. They don't wanna earn a full-time wage. They're probably just doing it for a little, a little side cash. Yeah, tell that to the 78% of people who only earned $50 in a month. I'm just saying it does not make sense for anyone to put in that amount of work, let alone the actual initial investment to only earn that amount of money in a month. So I don't know exactly what MLMs tell their recruits in terms of their potential earnings. Clearly they try to bait you in with the, you could earn unlimited amounts of money, you could earn tens of thousands of dollars a month. But I don't know like what they actually tell them in terms of what's realistic. I think if they were honest and said, mm, likely you'll make almost no money, people wouldn't join. So I guess they're not saying that. So clearly the vast majority of people joining an MLM do have that hope and that belief that there is a chance that they actually could be one of those top earners. All you gotta do is have the fire, baby. You gotta believe it. Right. But literally in this business model, it is literally impossible for a large number of people to make that amount of money. There are actually not enough people on the planet, let alone actual customers of this product to be able to support that. So basically MLMs exist with thousands and thousands and even millions of people getting involved just to enrich the people at the very, very top and hell yeah they're making a lot of money so for the vast majority of people you would be lucky if after you dabble with an mlm you make back that initial investment but for a lot of people their time with an mlm finally closes and they are literally in debt after working and putting in time and effort for months it's crazy for people who joined a company like lularoe that has such an expensive inventory cost there are people who have stock that they cannot sell that's a whole other story, but basically LuLaRoe sends such low quality leggings and clothing that things are ripped and mildewy and disgusting and unsellable by the time they arrive to the seller. So obviously they can't get rid of it and they don't allow people to sell it back to the company. So you're screwed. So if you find yourself in this situation, you either continue somehow to try to sell the products, try to, you know, make back your losses or continue to recruit people because at least then you have a chance of making back a little bit of money through them. Even though you've already realized how impossible this is, how unlikely it is to be successful. Do you really wanna get other people involved? 
put them in the same situation that you're in. You literally have to pull people down into the abyss that you're trying to pull yourself out of. But still, you look at those super successful people in the company, the founders, the people at the top, the people leading the summits, and they're all doing amazing. And that tiny shred of hope is still there. You still kind of believe that that should be you, that could be you, if you could just keep working. But even if you could somehow make it to the top, or if you are one of these lucky people who is there at the beginning of an MLM, it is at the expense of other people. You are literally making money by wasting other people's time and putting them in debt. And that just seems super unethical to me. The majority of revenue within an MLM actually comes from the people who work for it, the distributors, the distributors buying their own starter packs or their own stock. That's where the purchases are coming from for the most part. Very little of their revenue actually comes from organic, genuine customers. It's crazy. Anyway, to close this long, long video, MLMs are a major scam and nobody should get involved with them. They literally ruin lives. But again, I get it. People are desperate for jobs a lot of the time. That's how people get stuck in really shady situations. People need a job. They need a way to make money. But instead of trying to join an MLM, try to seek out like legitimate flexible work opportunities. The gig economy can be pretty savage, but at least you will actually be able to earn money, you know, delivering for Postmates. That's not a complete and utter scam. You just can't bet everything on this unrealistic idea that you can join this group and ascend to the top and be making, you know, six figures a month. There are tons of blogs and videos dedicated to the question, how can I make money online? How can I make money at home? How can I be self-employed? How can I have a passive income stream? But none of them are really easy. You know, you could do transcription or fill out surveys, do dog walking, maybe start your own blog and hope that you could get enough traffic to earn some revenue. If you're good at art, open an Etsy store. If you have some kind of a skill or something to teach, maybe be a tutor. Literally any of those things or any other job that pays you an actual wage would be better than spending any time or money in an MLM. Whew, that was exhausting. All right, I feel like I still barely scratched the surface. So make sure you guys leave me a comment. Tell me what uh, your experiences with MLMs have been, if you've ever been encountered or, or been recruited, or maybe you have literally are in an MLM right now. Tell me about it. And once again, make sure you guys check out Amino if you're interested. Go watch my little series. They're really short, so you won't have to spend another hour watching me. You guys can follow me on Instagram for some mediocre pics, if I do say so myself. Not to brag, but my pics are kind of lame. Okay, I'm going crazy, my feet are asleep as always, and I will see you guys next time for another internet analysis video. Okay, thanks, bye. Stay strong, my boss babes. Live your dream life. Uh, law of attraction, you can do anything. Dream it, big, big life, fake it till you make it. Okay.